on the Flag on the Play podcast for Friday, May 6th. The fellas open up by talking about some I got your hat, though, Floyd Mayweather incident. Talk a little Tom Wilson, some rare hockey talk for the Flag on the Play. Mix it back to the NBA, do a little bit about the top of the East. We did the top of the West last week, so only right. Do some all-NBA teams as the season's winding down. Only like 10, 14 days left, something like that. Close out with some NBA hot seat, bonehead of the week, no conclusive evidence. We love the feedback on our first couple episodes, so thank you for listening. Please continue to subscribe. Tell your friends. Please tell your friends, and we'll see you on Monday morning. Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. All day long, hopping and a-bopping and a-singing his song. All the little birds on the so every one of the officials threw their, their flag and look at people like, got a smile on it. Rock and Robin. Low Rock and Robin, cause we really gonna rock up tonight. Every little swallow, every chickadee. This is your flag on the play podcast for Friday, May 7th. I'm your host, Phil. Joining me as always, it's the big man in the middle, Owen. How's it going? It's going good, dude. It's going great. Great. We got a banger show today. And as always, joining us from the pride of the great nation of Serbia, it's Alex. It's me. It's new me. location today. New location. New location. Checking up on the shorty in Edmonton. Let's go. Um, but yeah, we got a banger of a show. Jam-packed. Uh, you're gonna want to listen to this one to the end. So oh, we're running, we're running the whole way through. Gonna be a great show. Fellas, we got to start it off. I got your hat. Dude, I saw this thing on Twitter and it was a picture of of Floyd with his facial hair, right? Set side by side with the Wolverine. And it was the same hairstyle, the same facial hair. He's just letting it go. He's letting it like letting it go is an understatement. This guy is like anywhere his hair is growing, he's just it's growing wherever it wherever it can at this point. How did he even get it back though? That's comeback story of the year. No, like that should be Espy's talk. Yeah, comeback wow. of the year, Floyd's hair. Wow. And no, comeback of the year. I thought you were talking about his hat. How do you get the hat back? That He he might have pulled two comebacks of the year in the same day. Wow. For anyone who so didn't think- see the video, by the way, Floyd uh, Mayweather, he was, he was squared up with Jake yeah. Paul. It was going to be a nothing scrum. So what does Jake Paul do? Swipes the hat off his head. I got your hat, though. <laughs> And, you know, he's posting pictures, his shirt disheveled, but he's got the hat, though. And that's what matters at the end yeah. of the day. Why Jake they- Paul, he's so primetime. Oh, like, yeah. If, if you're going to get fans to pay money to watch something, like, you want to take the guy's hat off. Jake Paul's really getting in his head. So, I mean, this is going to sell tickets, boys. There's no better way to get in somebody's head than popping the hat off their head that that's a classic schoolyard move i got your hat i'm in your head you're gonna think about this for the next six months i just took the hat off your head it's like a attack at your manhood almost like to take your hat like that yeah that's that's very true you can't let that happen to be honest i mean it, it was a good move just taking it and running if he loitered yeah. around he, he might have seen a punch wait yeah. quick question what if he actually had a wig on like i'm not even lying because how can you go from being that bald Cause he had zero hairline boys. What if well, he, he was straight up bald? Yeah. Like he was like very bald where I thought there was no chance of him growing any hair ever again. But I mean, maybe the Paul brothers did a little digging. Maybe they figured out he was wearing a wig and boom, take the hat off. Maybe they thought they were going to take the wig too. I feel like Floyd with the amount of money <laughs> Floyd's got, it's gotta be just transplants at this point. Cause yeah, Jake, Jake is going down that road too. Have you seen Jake's hair hairline? He's it's got the old, like put it all over your forehead. Yeah, it's looking tough. Yeah, that's a tough move. Anytime you're predominantly hiding some part of your body, something's going on. And him just deciding middle of his life, you know what? I'm going to put all my hair down under my eyebrow. That's that's a weird move. That was also a brave choice because the way he took his hat, he turned around immediately and started booking it. He looked scared like Floyd was going to pop him in the back. Thankfully, he didn't. It's true. Jake looked a little scared. He did. Spin zone, though. What if Jake needed the hat to cover his own hairline though? Because he wow, like for, wow. you, you always see him with a hat on, right? What if he forgot it or like lost it and he's like, Wow, I need your hat. Like, dude, give me your hat. And Floyd's fit. Yeah, Miami Floyd's fit. And then so he just wrong. took it. 
if if they end up boxing, Floyd should wear a hat into the ring. That'd be pretty sick. Wow. Or what if what if no wait, Jake should wear his hat into the ring. The hat they should both wore. wear hats. Oh, that'd be no, that'd be raw. And whosoever hat comes off first. Wow, that'd be champion. a sick fight. Do you that'd think he still has fight. the hat though? I think Floyd has the hat. He got it back? Yeah. I don't know. Wow. He was pissed. What Please a segment. Hat talk. We're definitely gonna bring that one back. Oh yeah. We'll check up on it for we'll sure. Che- yeah, we'll we'll bring updates with the hat on uh, Monday. On, yeah, it's yeah, an ongoing story for sure. Definitely, we'll we'll update it as it goes. For our first segment today, we are going to another unlikely sport, which is the uh, sport of hockey. And in case you missed it, there was a big to do this week, starting on Monday. Uh, the biggest brute in the sport, Tom Wilson. He's been suspended thirty six career games. Started a bit of a brawl punched a guy in the back of the head and then uh, tackled a guy down to the ice using his hair. He was not suspended instead fined. And then to start the next game, there was uh, six fights in the first four minutes. For those who don't know us, Alex and I are hockey fans. Owen is not. He's quite the opposite. Could care less about it, but this is a huge story in sports and we're leading the show with hockey today. And Obviously, the incident itself is pretty ugly and it shouldn't be rewarded. But is this event a good thing for the NHL? Oh, I think it's a great thing. First of all, I got a couple just observations off the bat from the fight. First of all, I I watched it like about three times to kind of get an idea, a sense of what what was going on. And my boy, DiGiuseppe, was just laying the hammer down in in the bottom right hand corner of the screen. And I feel like... You know, your name, your name, like your name sounds like a frozen pizza. Like you have to kind of, you kind of have to make yourself known. And I think he did that. So that was, I was impressed with that. And then the other thing I was researching, because obviously we, we're going to talk about the, the Rangers reaction. So I was doing a little bit of research on that. And I figured out James Dolan owns the Knicks and the Rangers. We're going to have to dive into that one episode for sure. We're like, definitely. Somebody's got to dive into it. Cause that's crazy. Those are like two of the most, like. He owns like half of New York sports. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and that was rink. one thing I noticed a little bit of a tangent, but wow. on the fight, I mean, it's a great, it's a great thing for the sports, more eyes to this, more eyes. That's what it is. You get more, you know, everyone wants to see fighting. We just talked about Jake Paul. Everyone loves a good boxing match. That's what it is. Everyone, more eyes to the sport, more hype. I, I'm a fan. I loved it. Great move by Tom. He should honestly be given the 5,000 back, maybe given an extra 5,000 bonus just bringing eyes to the sport yeah bonus payment absolutely yeah yeah well i think it was uh it brought a lot of eyes too um since the nhl anyways does a terrible job of marketing Connor mcdavid i guess they have to resort to this quick shout out to i think it was tnt that had that little uh promotion there and put andrew ference instead of Connor mcdavid um, I don't know if you boys saw that. That was so tough. Uh, not sure how you mistake Connor McDavid for Andrew Ference, but um, no, I thought it was it was electric. Uh, too bad there was that wasn't a full crowd because if there was a full crowd in MSG, I mean that thing's the going roof's bonkers off when that fight goes, man. Um, but yeah, Wilson just a beast, man. He's causing a ruckus. He's causing scenes everywhere. Um, in all seriousness, though, the first game where he caused all that drama was a little tough. Uh, you know, that was a cheap shot he gave to Buchanevich, I think, and then taking Panarin down that way. Um, and then the dumbass goes into the penalty box and flexes without his jersey. You guys got to check that out. That was weird, right. too. That was just so random. Um, but definitely, he might be the most confident guy in the NHL. It's no true. cap. It's true. He might be. I I only say I don't. Well, I obviously don't agree with him running around like that. But I think it's good for the NHL that this stuff happens, and oh, great. it's kind of a shame that it went away because we're we're not going to talk about hockey that much. But this story is so big, it kind of needs to get discussed. They do a terrible job of promoting. Alex is a hundred percent right. So the any promotion they can get, even if it is caused by their own stupidity, because they could have fixed this whole problem just by suspending him for a game. Uh, any promotion they can get accidental or not is good for them. So I think they're crazy if they ever take fighting out of the game. Cause that's one of the reasons I like hockey. Cause it's got that edge that I don't think other sports have not even football. Um, 
And I was actually, I saw a post, uh, Sean Avery. He's a former NHLer for some of you guys that uh, might not follow. He's a certified goon as well. But he made an interesting point where if you're the Rangers, you don't put out that statement that they put out where they didn't agree with the NHL's decision to um, to not suspend Tom Wilson. Um, you don't really even do the line brawl. What, what you do is you go find one of their smaller players that might be better, maybe whoever's in goal or Backstrom or whatever, and you just lay him out. And then that's the cost you pay because you're not asking anyone. You're not asking the NHL to step in. You step in yourself and uh, you go one for one because Panarin's out now for the rest of the season. And um, it's just tough to see when your best guys go down like that. Yeah. Just on the initial, like, you know, on the initial action by Wilson, what was with pulling on the hair though? Like, that was a wild move. That was I, I've never seen that move. really happen. I, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's kind of like going back to the hat thing. Like in hockey, your flow is like, that's kind of like your safe, like that's kind of special, kind of sacred. You don't touch your the safe flow. place. Yeah. Yeah. And to have to, to have somebody injure you by your flow, that's, that's a dirty move. And there's no place for that in the game. Definitely. And then yeah. to go in the box and flex, like you did something after going behind somebody and pulling their hair. Like, what are you doing? Who are you flexing? There's no fans. Who are you flexing to? You well, flexing to the guy you just took down? Point. Like what? Well, he was flexing to his conscious. teammates, I guess. And his teammates Trying were yeah, like boys. sick. Like what? <laughs> yeah, his teammates were fired up. They're like, "Yo, you pulled his hair. That was sick, man. <laughs> that, was, that sick. was so cool." <laughs> yeah. That's now you can't play the rest of the game. That was sick, man. That was totally awesome. worth it. Now we're going on the penalty kill. Awesome, buddy. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> now think about it. I was gonna say, give the two hundred fifty thousand to him for the promotion from the rangers just give him the straight 250 but now i'm saying maybe maybe increase the five thousand dollar fine for well if tom wilson is smart as soon as he retires from the nhl bro just get in the boxing game like you're not absolute savage <laughs> dude the savage thrillers where it's at and can i on the marketing point Connor mcdavid like he does a bad job of marketing Connor mcdavid okay i'm not we are not doing Connor mcdavid <laughs> slander today and we're never doing Connor mcdavid like, slander. Phil, Phil, you've done a better job of marketing Connor mcdavid than Connor mcdavid has marketed Connor mcdavid yeah somebody's got to help and it's going to be me i'm going to get him there so don't you. worry don't it worry his face should be on every billboard in canada america italy and uh he's got to just do some hair pulling or something like get his name out there Next like you, you watch put walk this guy down the street in any city besides Edmonton, like outside of Alberta, nobody's recognizing this guy. I well, don't know. he was he's kind of a goon. He hit uh Cod Kanyemi super hard. McKinnon okay. threw his uh, McKinnon I can't threw, support this on, McDavid slander. Hold on, hold on. NHL's full of goons. McKinnon throws his helmet at a guy, goon. So did yeah. you see what did you boys see what Sidney Crosby did? I think the NHL should punish all those guys. Like that's just the game. There's no place for that in the game. Like that kind of Crosby, McKinnon, McDavid. That's just uh, no, can't do that stuff. Can't do it. I guess I don't know. Uh, if Connor McDavid gets a five thousand dollar fine, I'll pay it. I might even say Connor McDavid's dirtier than Tom Wilson when you think about all the events combined. Yeah, he's he's kind of dirty. He's up there for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but congratulations to the Oilers on clinching a playoff spot. Um, I must say that as a Calgary Flames fan, it does hurt a little bit, but. Congrats. I know Phil's a happy fella, so yeah. We'll we'll yeah. recognize that. Yeah. We, we don't will. celebrate till the banners in the rafters over here. So wow, that's right. not happening. So, um, let's well, we'll pump we'll, the brakes here. We'll see. We'll see. And and that was talking <laughs> hockey. That was talking hockey. Great, great talk. We'll, we'll talk about hockey the next time somebody pulls somebody's hair. How about that? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Last week we were talking a little bit about the top of the West. We're gonna change over to the top of the east this week. And uh, obviously, there's a big three. We sort of loosely mentioned who we would take out of them last week. My opinions changed a little bit. Owen, do you still have those uh, Brooklyn Nets? I do. I think I do. I think I believe in their star power for sure. Um, but more than anything, I think that, you know, with all three of the big three, so with KD, Kyrie, and Harden, I think they're just so much better than, than what they are now, just KD and Kyrie. I was looking at some stats and big numbers guy here, huge numbers guy. Um, so I'm just going to read a couple here. So with all three of their stars, so with Katie Kyrie and with uh, Harden, they're five and two on the season with Harden in the lineup. They're 27 and seven overall, which is excellent 
without Harden. So just Irving and KD, they're seven and nine. So that's which is the lineup they're, they're rocking currently. Yeah, and another so, loss tonight. And another loss tonight, exactly. So, I mean, you know, it's a good team that they played. Mavericks are hot right now, but I think that Harden coming back will make a big difference as far as ball movement and as far as, you know, he he's been such a good facilitator for for his teammates, especially scorers like Katie and Kyrie. Um, and so, I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's leading the NBA in assists with 10.9, so almost 11 assists. So he's been great this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just think when he comes back, which will hopefully happen before the regular season ends, I think their team, it just becomes so much more dynamic and just, it becomes so much more dangerous. Yeah, for sure. It's a complete team. Well, or more of a complete team. Yeah. I think more so than they are now. I still worry about their ability to get any form of stops. And I know how dangerous those three are on the court at the same time. And even when we have seen them, obviously limited returns for all three at the same time, but it's so anything close in the last five minutes of a game, when it just turns to three on three, you would take them over pretty much everybody else. They'll be able to score more than any other team you could assemble. Really. I still have my doubts but I know, Alex, you're still on the Nets bandwagon. Is that correct? Yeah, I am. Because um, I still think they're, they're the favorites. Um, I think Durant and Irving have a great amount of chemistry already as it is. Um, and I don't think we should be quick to overreact. I think the addition of Harden won't harm the offense at all um, because he's evolved as a player. Um, he's different from when he was in OKC. He's different from when he was in Houston, how he played in Houston. In Houston, he was super ball dominant. It's one of the reasons why him and Westbrook couldn't get, uh, get along. Him and Chris Paul couldn't get along. He's turned into a much more of a facilitator now, which I think is going to benefit the team a lot. Um, and then I think defensively, they'll just buckle down as well when they need to. Um, they're first in offensive rating, first in field goal percentage. And they also kind of remind me of the Miami Heat from like 2012, 2014, just because the Heat had that big three, but they also had like deadly shooters on the perimeter. Um, you got Shamit, you got Harris. So you can double the big three all you want, but you're still living, leaving guys that can shoot the ball like crazy. Because with Miami, like just remember they had Mike Miller, Shane Battier, Ray Allen. Those guys were killers when, you know, your team would get some momentum you'd get some stops on the big guys, but then they kick it out and then you get a three knockdown. Um, shout out to Mike Miller and his three. He hit with one shoe. That was so raw as a kid watching that. So, uh, Oh, that was sick. Yeah. When I was, was a kid, so I used to like pretend my shoe fell off on the driveway and I would just shoot with one shoe sometimes. True story. True story. Every kid dreamed of being Mike Miller at one point. You don't even lie. At one point when I was 12, this is also a true story. Side note. I uh, showed my barber a picture of Mike Miller. I swear. That's wow. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he had a weird panther tattoo. Did he not? He had some weird tattoo, I remember. He did. He did. Oh. Open you know invite for Mike to... Joe Harris has a weird tattoo. Like, oh, you ever really? seen that? The new one. He's got the like, new the one. Full yeah. Portrait looks like the Mona Lisa's on his forearm or something. Nice. Yeah, brand new. He was wearing the wrap on it the other night. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, brand new. Joe, that's when you start spending too much time with Kyrie Irving. All of a sudden, you end up with yeah. Mona Lisa on your arm. I love how he burns sage before he I think that's unbelievable. He's just walking around the court with sage burning. He's got to purify that air. But Kyrie at the same time, man, he's such a – like I just saw that he got fined for not talking to the media for how long? Like what is this guy doing? Yeah. Yeah, I I agree with Owen. Like Kyrie can just go AWOL at any time. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a concern. That's that's, – that is my larger worry. There's no evidence – that those three will be all on the court at the same time. Durant, it looks like he's, I mean, he's been red hot of late. Uh, I'm not sure about tonight, but I mean, 42, 42, 32 is last like three. something tonight. Yeah. I mean, he's been, he's been pretty well golden state Durant, but there's no evidence that can really prove he can be on the court for a long sustained time. Uh, Harden's been pretty durable before this past injury here. But he, you know, he says he's very confident, but we have nothing to prove that he'll be there the whole time. And Kyrie is Kyrie. He's capable of disappearing at any time. <laughs> I, I don't really, I, I do think it's promising that they've gotten pretty good contribution from some role players. Harris, uh, Bruce Brown's been great too. And even Blake, I thought Blake was pretty well done, yeah, but he's, he's given them some good minutes as well. But I don't think it's safe to assume that these three can all be out there at the same time. And Nash saying the other day that, 
in the losses to Milwaukee, they just have a stronger level of familiarity with each other. I think that's a little alarming. I think it just, it just rubs me the wrong way that this team hasn't meshed at any moment. And it's one thing if they've already been together and won a championship together, but doing it all at once when you only have eight games of experience and you're going to have to get stops and you're going to have to be cohesive. I just, I'm going to need to see more to pick it. I, I just can't feel confident and I don't care who the three guys are. And then that shifting to the other two teams that are at the top. I know Alex has some strong feelings about Milwaukee and uh, the things they do over there. Yeah. One thing I will say is that Philly um, and Milwaukee do have the advantage that they've been playing together for a decently long time, but I was super impressed by Milwaukee and their two wins against uh, Brooklyn. Um, they were great. Like uh, Looking at Philly, um, one reason why I don't think they can match up with Brooklyn is because they just have to rely too much on Embiid. You know, Harden, Kyrie, and Durant will outscore Embiid himself. Um, but yeah, I, I like I like Milwaukee's three as well. Giannis, Holiday, Holiday Middleton. Um, they've been to a conference final. Um, they're number one in rebounds. They're a great shooting team. Uh, they're top ten in both offensive and defensive rating. Um, and we just need Budenholzer, man. He needs to play Giannis like 40 minutes a game. Don't give me no anything less than half an hour. I mean, even half an hour isn't good enough. Like, he needs to play minutes. Um, if I'm Milwaukee, I don't love their depth too much. So I don't think we can really have a scenario where all three of their big guys are out. Because um, I feel like at some points, Middleton and Holiday are both capable of carrying the team when Giannis is out. And I'm also not a big fan of Giannis taking a lot of threes. I, he took more than 10 threes, I think, in both games. You know, they do drop down from sometimes, but I mean, bro, just when they're already giving you that much runway, just run at them. It's either a foul or points. Yeah. Um, so, because he can really gain that big momentum. So, and yeah, I just, I don't think they should make him take too many threes and they should just let him dominate in the post. So, yeah. I, I, and I would take Milwaukee to come out of the East. I, I think there's sort of people aren't really giving them any benefit of the doubt just because of their last few trips to the playoffs but i think their team is upgraded largely over that i mean you even just look at last year they basically have drew holiday in the bledsoe spot and divincenzo in the george hill spot i think that's huge and even their bench last year they were going uh marvin williams corver and wesley matthews for the bulk of their minutes and that'll probably be portis tucker forbes now i think that's just a huge upgrade and i, I think Giannis has been in it enough times now where i think that he's going to reach a level where he knows how to do something in a playoff game. And if he doesn't, then it's, if he doesn't this year, at least then it's time for major concern. Cause if he goes against Brooklyn, he's going to get to score all day. Uh, even with KD on him, we saw him put 49 up on uh, Sunday. So I, I would take Milwaukee. Uh, I like them more than Philly. I don't think Philly can score enough. And I think they're going to put way too much on Embiid. I trust Philly the most to get stops out of anybody, obviously with how good their defensive players are. Like Simmons is the best defender in the league, but. I think you're putting way too much on Embiid to do the bulk of the scoring for your team for six straight weeks. Owen, who do you trust more between uh, Milwaukee and Philly? I would probably lean towards Philadelphia. And and I agree with all the points that you've said. I think that the team this year is better. I think DiVincenzo has taken steps forward. I think he's a legitimately excellent role player as a, as a kind of 3 and D guy, mostly B, but... Uh, I think he's great. I think Drew Holiday's an upgrade. I think Giannis has been, you know, as good as he's always been. Um, but I just trust the uh, experience of of the Sixers more than anything. I, I don't trust Giannis in the playoffs as far as I can throw him. I really don't. Like, watching him last year and just collapse against the Heat was was tough to watch. It, you know, I, I just shook my faith in him and his ability to to go and make a deep playoff run. Because they honestly, in that series, they, the best they played was when was when um, Antetokounmpo was out, and Hart and uh, Chris Middleton was was taking the bulk of the, you know, the, the scoring role. So I don't trust them. I think somebody like Embiid has been he's been in that spot before in Eastern Conference Finals, albeit with you know Jimmy Butler. Um, so it's probably maybe a better team, but I think he's playing the best basketball of his career, like you said. Um, you know, Ben Simmons is likely going to win defensive player of the year. He's been, he's been great. And so I think the Sixers with that experience and just the level, you know, the level their guys are at, I would, I would probably favor them. And I, you know, it'd probably be a series that goes to six or seven games, but 
you know, down the stretch, I just, I trust the ball in Embiid's hands more than I trust it in Giannis's hands. So yeah. that would and be that, where it come down to. For and me. that's very fair. Uh, I think it's so close between all three, really. I know, I know Brooklyn is the slight favorite in most people's books, but I really think it's, it, it's neck and neck with all of them. I could see a world where any of them come out of the East. Um, and in the last five minutes, I know Alex and I have talked about it a lot. Uh, Giannis in the last five minutes, I just want him to put his head down and go to the rim. And I don't think yeah. he should even ever try to shoot a three, just play center and just put your head down and get to the basket. They can't contain you and you're going to draw a foul more times than not, even if you miss the shot. And I think we're starting to see it a little more. And uh, I'm a big Middleton guy too. I know he can really facilitate an offense in the fourth quarter. I've seen it happen before. Alex, have you seen any improvement in your eyes in the Bucks? last five minutes offense this season i don't think i've seen a huge improvement like a drastic improvement where i'm where i'm at the point of saying like i'm super confident with them going into the playoffs um because i've seen some games they had a game against charlotte the other day and i know they won it but it was just kind of tough to watch those last two minutes Giannis was was making fouls it was drawing the charges and stuff so it's it, it was tough to watch because they turned the ball over and stuff but um, they really need to figure it out in terms of the last two minutes. If, 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 if Giannis isn't feeling it, then let's try to go to Middleton because I think he is capable of doing that. We haven't seen Holiday do it for the Bucks, really, so maybe he might be that guy. I don't think I've seen an, a, a drastic improvement, but I think we're going to just have to wait and see in the playoffs and see what they – because if, if they come up short again, then I think – that those are some huge issues like Budenhoser might have to go Budenhoser needs to go so um yeah it's it's now or never for them really yeah Yeah, for sure I agree and we'll we'll talk a little Budenhoser later I'm sure but uh we're at that point in the year it's winding down this season I think we got what like 10 days left something like that until the playing games so uh we're gonna do a little all NBA teams for you today and uh, I think we'll have a pretty communal pool for the first 10 guys, at least. Yeah, I can go. Um, so for my first All-NBA team, uh, for center, I got Jokic. That's a no-brainer. For my two forwards, I have Giannis. And my other forward boys might be a little controversial. I have Julius Randle. I have Julius Randle. Like, he's been unbelievable. I can get into that later. Um, and then for my two guards, I have Curry and I have Chris Paul. So I think Curry, Giannis, and Jokic, those are, I don't think that's too much controversy, but in terms of Randall and Paul, I, I've never seen Randall miss. Like, he's just so good. He, he, he bullies you. He puts his shoulder into your chest where I think he breaks your rib when he does that, and then he just gets an easy um, score at the basket where he has this thing where we've all seen where he'll like, drive to the left and do this like fade away it's unguardable he scores every time and then he's the best double clutch player i've ever seen he'll like jump up fake like double clutch the defender will go down before he does and then he'll get it off right before his feet touch the ground and he'll score that way too so i've just been so impressed with randall he's run away from most improved too i think so um and then chris paul just what he's been able to do with the suns love his game um at, I think he's 35, 36. So I, I think he deserves first all NBA team. Yeah. My, my team kind of mirrors yours. I just have uh, Kawhi in the Randall spot is the only uh, adjustment I have. Owen, do you differ at all from Alex's first team? Um, yeah. So I have, I guess there's only a slight difference. I have Curry, Doncic, Randall, Giannis, and Jokic. Mm-hmm. So I like Doncic as a, as a first team all NBA guard. Just because of, I think maybe at the start of the season I would have given it to Chris Paul, and even now Chris Paul, I can I can I can see the case. Obviously, like Alex laid out, he's as deserving as any guy in the league. But <clears throat> just seeing what Doncic has done with a, you know limited help around him, I mean he's got a couple guys on his team that you know he's got a, a couple guys that are, are you know helping him out. But his uh, his team's not as deep as others, um, and he doesn't have a whole ton of weapons of weapons and, and what he's been able to do with that team. Um, you know, he's hit, he's been hitting his patented step back all year. He's had, you know, some really nice game winners. Uh, he's become more of a leader. I just think he has really performed um, at or above expectations. And so I, you know, I'm not going to be mad if CP three wins it. I think it's one a and one B at that point for me, but I just gave the slight edge to Dunches. Yeah. I, I agree with that. And I, I, I do think our, first 10 at least will be pretty communal 
my, my second team, I got Doncic, Lillard, Randall, LeBron, Embiid. I think that our first pool of 10 will pretty well be the same. Does anybody have anything different for there? I do. Oh, what do you I, have? I got, <clears throat> I got Paul George uh, on my second team. So it might be a reach. I can see why you might say it's a reach. But I think I like what he's done for his team. We kind of mentioned it last pod. So for all of our recurring listeners, you'll know, you'll know what's up. Yeah. Oh but yeah. He's been he's been a great shooter. He's led his team to you know, be, like we were saying last episode, they're one of the greatest three point shooting three point shooting team regular season teams at least of all time. And I think you look at his record and he's he's been very successful. So I think you got to give it to him. But yeah, you know Kawhi is right there too. So I just have him. I have Paul George, LeBron, and then Kawhi would be on my third team. But that's just it's competitive so yeah it, it, it's really close this year alex do you have anything different in your second team in my second team no i've got uh Embiid, i've got leonard um i've got i actually have durant um in my second all team for forward um and then i've got lillard and Doncic. so that's that's a uh... yeah for sure and i think we'll differ a little bit on three uh i have paul george there i got zion i got jimmy butler I got. I didn't want to do it, but I got Rudy Gobert and I got uh, Devin Booker. Yeah, for my third. Um, I mean, I don't know who else you put in for, for center though. Like in terms of third, I don't love Gobert as a player, but um, I put him in there anyways. And then I've got for my two forwards, I have LeBron James and Jason Tatum. And then for my guards, man, I have Donovan Mitchell and Bradley Beal. I, th- I love Mitchell's game. I think he's the main reason why Utah has been so good this season Um, because without them, they've lost some, some, some games um, to some not so great teams and Bradley Beal. I think he's going to be the scoring champ this, this year. Um, I just love his game too. He's so clutch. He scores every time. I've never seen him miss a basket. So uh, yeah, he's, he's on my third all NBA team. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I think that's all fair. Yeah. Mine's pretty similar to you guys. I have, uh, one difference would be I put Harden on my third team, although he's missed time. I think you got to give credit to uh, what he's done in the limited sample size. And then I've got Kawhi there just because I've got a couple other guys before him, but other than that's pretty similar to what uh, Phil had. Yeah, yeah for sure. And it, it, all NBA teams are kind of a wash because yeah. it's, uh, you know, everybody's kind of got the same guys, but it is nice to show some shine to the guys, you know. I know they're out there listening, so we got to let them know we respect them. Oh, yeah. LeBron James, Star of Space Jam 2. I'll be at the theaters watching that. Oh, you got to, because you're going to have to tell the younger generation you were there when it came out. Yeah, night one. I'm going to be there. Oh. And then we guess what? We're doing a live show after. I just, I just broke the news to the fellas and to the listeners out there. Wow. Huge movie review. Movie review? Maybe we should dive into that in the off season. You never wow. know. Do you think the second Space Jam will have as much of an impact as the first one culturally or no? Yeah, probably. I mean, probably bigger. I think that you're going to see kids everywhere wearing those bright orange jerseys that look like a sun is cratering into the earth. Oh, but, yeah. You know, you you're going to see it everywhere. DH Gate's going to be mass producing those. Oh, oh we're DH getting Gate. some of those. Oh, we're getting some of those. When the sponsorship hits, DH Gate <laughs> is sending us those Space Jam oh, yeah. And guess what? We're going to do giveaways for our fans too. Yeah, guess what? When DHK sponsors us, giveaway central over here. I mean, DHK, it's a like, win-win. Need, do you really need a giveaway from DHK? Like, it's a five dollar, five dollar jersey. Guys, DHK, <laughs> they're the best in the game. It's basically the people, free. The people want the quality <laughs> of DHK, and if they, can, they can get, get it get for the- free, that's a big deal. Wow! If you if you need a free giveaway from DHK, like you need to reevaluate your life choices. If you've no, never no heard of DHgate, please stop living under a rock. I strongly yeah. recommend you check it out. Yeah. This is, we're a fake jersey podcast. We are a fake jersey podcast. Yeah, no I, sometimes, here. sometimes I do buy a real one just to mix wow. it in. Just to mix it. I like to live dangerous. Wow. I like to spread the wealth, man. Wow. Actually, I, no, I didn't say that. I love DHgate. I buy everything from DHgate. Bill was just kidding. I was we don't just buy joking. real jerseys. I was yeah. just joking. For the fans out there, I was just joking. You know. We can't can't turn our back on the number one sponsor in Canada. Yeah, number one sponsor. North America, Virginia. 
China. even though that's part of North America. China, yeah. yeah. Italy, yep. yeah. Italy. All home Australia. of the flag on the play. We'll shift our gears over to the NBA hot seat. Now, there was a report yesterday. Terry Stotts, Portland, probably out. Luke Walton, Sacramento, probably out. Nate something, Indiana, probably out. Bjorkren, Raptors guy. We know Thank that. You. Me and Owen know that. We yeah, do. Oh, yeah. We do. You guys know. I, I'm just living under a rock like those DHK people. <laughs> uh, Scott Brooks, probably out. Milwaukee needs a deep run to save their coach, as we teased earlier. And then presumably, J.B. Bickerstaff, Cleveland, probably out. Dwayne Casey, Detroit, probably out. Orlando, Steve Clifford, probably out. Now, out of those, do you guys have anything that you would consider the best job of that bunch? Excluding Milwaukee. Yeah, take Milwaukee out. Milwaukee's the obvious choice. But Portland, Sacramento, Indiana, (laughs) Washington, you're the hottest coach on the market. You have a job offer for L4. What are you taking, Owen? Hmm. I mean, I can tell you the ones I would not take, first of all. Can I, can I start that way? Process of elimination. Start negative? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Smart. Because I put it like a spectrum. I wrote like worse because they're all like outside of Milwaukee, there's, there's flaws with all of them. But I would say the two worst for me would be the Walton job and the Casey job. So they'd be Detroit and Sacramento. So I was like checking their picks, right? So they all got their, their, their first round picks for the future, which is good. But then you take a look at Detroit's roster and it's like a who's who of like D of like, it's like a D league all-star team is what it is. Like it's a who's who of just washed up Kentucky that guys. Like I, yeah. You see like Hamadou Diallo's on that team. I was like, that is a name I haven't heard in years. He had 35 the other night. Don't disrespect. Somehow, man. I don't, don't hate. Don't contest <laughs> winner. Dude, I saw Frank Jackson and he's got long hair now too. Oh, I saw, he's got the Jake Paul. And he was just just grinning in his photo too. He looks so happy to be on the Pistons because it's probably the only team in the league that'll give him playing time. So that was good. Um, but yeah, there's like no talent on that roster. Mason Plumley or whichever one of the Plumleys is probably one of their best players. So that's a bad situation to be in. So I mean, whichever team signs up there, they have a you know they're going to be there for a rebuild. So they might have a bit of a longer leash, which I guess is good. And then from there, the other bad job I have was Sacramento. I you know they have some good pieces. I like Fox, but outside of that, I mean, Heald has regressed a little bit. Bagley's regressed a little bit. And the team is just, they're horrendous on defense. They couldn't stop. They can't stop a nosebleed. Yeah, it's just a team that's just, it's on the fast track to nowhere at this point. So it's a bit depressing. My best job would probably be, as dysfunctional as it is, would probably be Indiana. Or maybe, yeah, I would have to go, I would have to go Indiana. Or Indiana or Portland. Those are two, you know, somewhat similar situations. I think Portland's got a lot of pieces that they can parlay into into some sort of rebuild, namely um, CJ McCollum. He could be moved for some pieces that might kickstart a good rebuild. So I think there's some hope there. And I think equally, not equally, but I think as well with Indiana, you've got Sabonis who is, uh, you know, was looking like a potential um maybe not an MVP candidate, but kind of a bubble candidate, MVP yeah. candidate earlier Superstar. in the year. Yeah, he was a, he's, he's a great, great player. Um, and he also got the young guys from the Nets. So I think there's some hope there. Um, and either one of those jobs, I mean, you need, you, 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 you've got stuff to work with at least. So those are probably yeah. my picks. You're not starting from scratch with either of those for sure. And yeah. uh, pretty solid talent bases on both, even though I know Indiana has been super dysfunctional of yeah. late, but I think that, they still have a pretty good situation as far as players go. Alex, what about you? What do you have for best and worst out of that pile? Um, well, I'll just go straight to the best. Um, I was going to say Indiana, um, but I've got another team, always prepared. But, yeah, I do agree with Owen in terms of Indiana. I think they've got, honestly, a solid core, and um, they, they'd be fun to coach. I'm going to go with the Kings. I think wow. they'd be a great team to coach. Um, wow. So you got – Fox and Halle Burton in your backcourt, dynamic duo. Those guys can play, boys. You've got Buddy Heald, too. Now, we got to see what they do with Buddy Heald. They might trade him, but I feel like they're going to get great value either way, either whether it's in draft picks or a player for right now. Um, same deal with Marvin Bagley. Not sure what they're going to do with Harrison Barnes either, but honestly, you could trade him or keep him. I think he contributes to the team as well. You got Holmes. That guy's an absolute animal in the paint. Like I love Holmes. He's so, he's so scary. Imagine guarding him in the paint. 
you'd have like 10 broken ribs, bro. This guy's I just, just want to see 10 hours him and Harold on a playground. That'd be uh, great. His glow up's been good too. Wasn't he with the 76ers? Here, I'm looking right now. Yeah, in, the, in the process days, yeah. He was the 37th pick in 2015 by the uh, 76ers. And I remember like... original process kind of superstar. Yeah. People if, Holmes kind of and, if Holmes and Randall like go back to back possessions in the post, who breaks the rib first, do you think? Wow. I don't think either one break their ribs. They're just really? like rocks. Nuclear explosion, <laughs> I think. Nuclear explosion. Yeah, no. Very exactly. possible. Very possible. Exactly. Um, and then Jamius Ramsey. I don't know if you boys have heard about him. He kind of looks like he kind of looks like a like a SoundCloud rapper. He's got some cool hair. He's got one side is blonde and the other side is black. Sick guy to coach for sure. And then let's not forget about their cool owner. Vivek he got recently so cool. he bought them not too long ago. New arena. Yeah, that's a nice purchase. Cal- yeah, nice purchase. You're living in the capital of California. I don't think there's any other city you'd want to live in rather than Sacramento. Oh, Sacramento. Why would you even why would you even want to live anywhere else? And I I heard he's I don't know if he's allowing fans to pay um uh tickets in Bitcoin or if he's going to let his players accept Bitcoin as their salary. But either way, he's a big Bitcoin guy. So he's he's welcome on our show. Oh, um, yeah. He can so, come explain it to the boys. Exactly. So if you're a coach just from ownership down to players, I think it's a great, great organization. And I think you can't go wrong coaching uh, the Kings. And bring them back, man. Bring them back. A lot of people want them back. 30 years ago, they were this awesome team. We want Sacramento. Well, not 30, 20 years ago. They were... They were a great team, so we need to bring them back to relevance. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, they did take Marvin Bagley over Luka Doncic. That tough, is kind of a tough thing to recover from as a franchise. Uh, yeah. But it forget. is kind of a low risk job because yeah. it's Luke Walton was their tenth coach in fourteen years. So if, if you're in there and you last more than three years, you kind of win. They got rid of Malone for like no reason. Remember yeah, that? that was that was an all-time dumb decision. I was just gonna say, I think the panic button officially got pressed when Marvin Bagley's dad was got on Twitter and started asking for a trade. I think that's when you know your franchise in, is in deep trouble. Yeah. Because oh yeah. The season was a lost cause. Yeah. Anytime the dad gets involved, it's just you're in for you're in for a rough season. Shout rough out goal. Malachi Flynn's dad for chirping the coaching staff on Facebook. For you, for, you, for you guys who don't know, Malachi Flynn is uh, the rookie point guard for the Raptors. And honestly, his dad was chirping, chirping, chirping. And look what happened. Malachi Flynn's getting minutes and he won rookie of the month. Wow. So, it's a dad's so, success story. It's a dad's success story. So shout out to um, all the dads that are fighting for their boys. And hey, whether you're in the NHL, the NBA, NFL, if you need some playing time, just get your dad to start tweeting. It'll work. Yeah. Trust me. Get off the bench. Yep. That's the way. I've got I've got a sleeper candidate for worst job out of the bunch, and uh, I, I'm sorry to my friends in Portland, but I, I I'm not a fan. They got a lot of reconstruction to do over there. The last seven years, if seven playoff appearances before exits in round one, they kind of cap struck into the team that they have. They have Lillard for four more years at like fifty million a year, pretty much. They have McCollum for three more years at like thirty three million a year. I I did not understand the Norman Powell trade at all personally they they can't stop anybody they've been the worst defense in the second half they don't really have young assets uh, i'm not a fan and i know they've kind of saved their season here and i respect dame a lot but i just i don't think there's a lot of finagling that can be done with their roster as far as the best job goes i'll take the wizards i'll take the wizards just because that westbrook contract doesn't have that much as much time left as you'd think They've got a pretty good young core. Gafford still has years left. Gafford's turned around their whole season. And uh, Beal, obviously, Beal's probably the best player of the bunch, maybe Lillard, but in between. And still Hachimura, Avdia, Bertans, Latvian Laser. I forgot to mention my worst team for coaching. Um, The Orlando Magic. Terrible jerseys, trash logo, they at the deadline <laughs> they started rebuilding their rebuild like fuck at some point you got to tell your fans hey boys we're all in but they traded Vucevic they traded Gordon I don't know man I just if I was a coach I'd be I don't know how Clifford's even lasting there and um I think the fans Phil would appreciate if you could explain how deprived 
Orlando Magic fans are. If you could explain that one playoff game you went to in Toronto, I'm gonna yeah, I can ex- up there. I can explain how deprived the fans are. For anybody who doesn't know, I attended the DJ Augustine game. He hit a game winner with three seconds left. I was at the game. It was the first game of the playoffs for the Raptors that year. And on the way in, it was a rainy day. And I, me and my dad, were, we were Kawhi haters at the time. We still are, but in the closet. Kawhi haters. We were both wearing jerseys. I had the Mo Bamba. He had the Andrew Nicholson. We were a gruesome twosome on the ground at the ACC. We get to the game. There's no Magic fans in sight. Nobody. Left, right. We can't see a soul. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, probably 4,000 people have gone by. We see our first Magic fan. He's wearing the full starter tracksuit. Shaq edition, 1994. He comes up. Woo, go Magic. He's hyping the boys up. Somehow, by the work of God on the way out of the stadium, we see the guy again and he comes up to us and he goes, fellas, if that wasn't the best day of basketball in 20 years, I don't know what was. And then he walked out the door. That was it. And that's the Orlando magic fan base right there. So you know what? That actually might be a win. Cause if you win two playoff games, then you surpass that moment. Killer, killer story. But, I mean, what does it say about the ownership? when they've been rocking those jerseys for years now like those jerseys who likes them does anybody like them did you notice they busted out orange this year like like and nobody trying to here's the thing you didn't notice because nobody cares about the magic (laughs) it's unfortunate but nobody when you change a whole color in your uniform and nobody says anything about it like you're not the yankees so chill out on the pinstripes first of all oh i kind of like the pinstripes i don't know man i think they should just go to solid bro I think it looked much cleaner with solid. solid. That's just me. Just do the Boston practice jersey. Just start out fresh with that. Orlando Magic, like yeah, the non-existent Orlando banners Magic. in their rafters. Yeah, yeah. That's you got to earn the. You got to earn your pinstripes. Yeah. Isn't that how that works? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You're what team do you think needs a rebrand the most that isn't the Magic? Because I got my answer, and it's it's the Pistons. <laughs> That's like. Dang, dude, that's a good one. It's a great answer. There's no no success in those ugly H&M uniforms. The Pelicans. The Pelicans need a rebrand. No. That no, logo the, is nasty. The, the jerseys are trash. Fire. I kind of like their ones with um those new ones they had. The ones with like the... They're like blue, white, and red. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. What is yeah, like that was, French like thing? Yeah, I don't know yeah, what that's Yeah, that's called, the one. Though. The Fleur de Lis. That looks yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah, that, the, whatever that, that those is, are the nice. They should just go to those full time. Yeah, those are nice. What do they I'm, normally wear? With the, the thing that says Pelicans. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think of the name Pelicans? I think not it's intimidating sick. at all. I like it. It's have you sick. ever seen it's a Pelican different. eat something? They go. No, off. I haven't. I haven't. Have no, you, you gotta you everybody at home homework. You gotta look up Pelicans eating something. It's crazy because they got this big old gullet and the, the animal gets trapped in there and you can see it moving around in the gullet. Aren't they in Finding Nemo? Wasn't there? Yeah, a, yeah, I swear yeah. there was a pelican somewhere. Yeah, there's all, yeah. all those pelicans. Oh, yeah. Right? Attracting the young fans. That's the way what you do it. What a quality podcast. We're t- we, don't, we, we make our audience work. We don't play videos. We tell you guys to put them on yourself. Exactly. Yeah, we respect our fans too much. Yeah, exactly. We trust you guys way too yeah, much. Way too much. Way too much. Way too much. I think for NBA Hot Seat, we covered it all. And uh, we're going to debut a new segment right here. And it's uh, Bonehead of the Week. And anything that we see out there, it, it, we just disagree with on a personal level. This becomes Bonehead of the Week. And uh, I think Alex has something good to lead us off. Yeah. So uh, for some of you guys that may not have heard, Japan recently, or the city of Noto in Japan, Um, received some COVID money to help fight against the spread of COVID. And out of the money they received, I'm not sure how how much money they received total, but of that money, um, they spent $228,000 US on a giant squid statue. (laughs) Now, if like, that's just an, an amazing way to spend money. One of the reasons was because they thought it would boost tourism who doesn't want to just see a giant pink squid in the middle of your city? I think that's something to be proud of. Um, any future sports teams, they could just be called the squid. The squid and is the kind city, of a sick name. 
that's kind of intimidating. Hey, man, if you're riding on the team bus and you pass that statue, you know, you kind of get the creeps and uh, you're, it kind of throws you off your game. That's a good and, point. You got the old ladies in Oakland giving you the middle finger on the way ex- by. Exactly. And you got the giant squid in Noto scaring the bejesus out of you. Exactly. Exactly. They're also known for their flying squid. So I'm guessing that's the type of squid they were trying to create in this in this statue. Um, and just 2021 has been the year of investments, boys. Dogecoin, GameStop, and now um, and now flying squid statues. So uh, shout out Japan for this yeah. boneheaded decision. And uh, we respect it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to come to Noto and visit the squid. The whole flag yeah. on the play is going to come. We're going to do a yeah. live show from the squid. Wow, exactly. A lot of boost tourism. Yeah. A lot of promises on this episode. There was a lot of promises. All of them are episode. all of them are just hinging on a DH gate sponsorship that has not materialized yet. So yeah, D- well, there's a trip keyword idea yet. into existence. Yeah, keyword, keyword yet. yet exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, I agree. I mean, I think everybody knows flying squid statues. It's appreciating assets. Uh, so you buy low. House prices are bad. You sell high, um, and just be on the lookout for in four to five years. Uh, a Japanese pitcher pumping 98 in the zone from the Noto flying squids. So, so just you're saying it's an NFT, out. essentially. You could just flip it into an NFT? You could flip into whatever you want. I'm just saying that thing is, that's a money printer is what that is. Oh, yeah. I think that's a big selling point. Like if they ever want to sign free agents, yeah. like you just take them to the flying squid and they're like, okay, just give me the contract right now. I'm signing. Yeah. yeah take them to the squid. Take the squid. My bonehead of the week. Lately, I've had a lot of free time. Uh, I've been at home during the day and I've decided to go into the world of football and uh, I've been really enjoying myself. I don't really know what's happening uh, a lot of the time, but I kind of understand. And uh, today uh, I've picked up a team, uh, the Arsenal, and uh, they're playing in the semifinal of the Europa League for anybody who is curious. And I was watching and, you know, they, they, we had more possession. Possession's a key thing in soccer. You need to have possession. We had some good shots on target. We were doing good. And also in soccer, important, just, just for everybody out there, there's a thing called aggregate where you have to score more goals at home or no, more goals on the road than you do at home. They're worth more on the road. Which they, should, they should adopt that in the NBA. That'd be pretty sick, like 1.1 for every every point you score in the nba just multiply if you're something to think about yeah adam silver holler at flag on the play but in the 80th minute mikel arteta the manager the manager is that what it is that's how you say it phil the manager of arsenal took out obama yang who not only (laughs) does he have the best name in the show he was, in the words of my soccer friend, Crisp, today. He hit two posts. He was looking real good. I know he had a fight with, I want to say, malaria recently. So, you know, it could have been a conditioning issue. But he takes out Obama Yang in the 80th minute. when we're, We need a goal because we, we need to win this thing on aggregate. And uh, – that's my bonehead of the week right there. So I here's my problem now with soccer. I don't – oh, sorry, football. I don't know what's next or when the next game is. I, I assume it's soon, but, I mean, they're out of this tournament. The fans seem pretty disappointed, so I don't I know. they just always have games. Like, there's just yeah. always games going on. That's what I think. I think there's just always games going on. Wow. So and you always said right. It's always games. Yeah. You said Obamaing like the 45th president there. I love I love the pronunciation. I just love the emphasis there. That's great. What's your bonehead of the week going? So my bonehead of the week is LeBron James. And recently I've, I've wow. had a bit of a bone to pick with him. Um, injured LeBron is, is probably my worst. It's probably the worst LeBron that has ever just come into existence because he is just absolutely on Twitter and I don't know who told LeBron that we want to hear his voice every time anything significant happens. Me. I told him. <laughs> I'm rescinding that because I don't want to hear it. So let's cancel it out. But nobody wants to hear him. Phil, your, like your opinion, I don't, doesn't count. Nobody wants to hear him on every issue because it just gets annoying. So specifically, what I'm talking about is the um, Lakers are slipping into a, seed, a position where they might have to um, – win a play a play-in game to make the playoffs right 
And then LeBron gets on Twitter and as he always does, he feels the need to speak on it. And he goes, whoever came up with the, with the play in should be fired, which I mean, just the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life, because there's a potential the Lakers could play the Warriors, which would probably be maybe the most watched playoff game outside of the finals this entire, you know, when this when the playoff starts. So LeBron just being a baby, as he always is, he loves to get on Twitter. He loves to make his voice known when nobody wants to hear it. And I just think he needs to just shut up. Wow. I, I disagree. Wow. I disagree. LeBron, you're right. That guy needs to be fired right now. The Lakers, <laughs> Lakers cannot play in the playing game. It, it should be a rule that the Lakers are exempt. I just hate how LeBron's acting like a hitman where he's just like, I want him gone and he's gone. Like, like LeBron, you're, Oh, you're yeah, not that, playing right now. That guy's on the couch right now. There's yeah, no he way. is, and he came up with probably the best idea of the year. Yeah, like, I agree. Hire. Like best idea of the year that thing. isn't a pink squid. Yeah, yeah, that isn't a pink squid. The only annoying thing is that all of the NBA owners voted on it. So it's like, buddy, if you have a problem, talk to talk to Jeannie Bus. Right? She's the uh, she's the owner. Way less teams are going to tank this year now, or at least a, a few less teams are going to tank. Exactly, and you get a better product. It's more exciting for the fans. Like, yeah, teams had more incentive, I think, to play good too. And I don't remember. I think it was the 2013-14 season, or not too long ago, when the Phoenix Suns actually had a record above 500, and they still didn't make the playoffs. That's heartbreaking. It shouldn't happen. So, it shouldn't happen. Yeah, it shouldn't happen. Yeah. So that was my bonehead of the week. Just LeBron being LeBron, and LeBron being a baby. Yeah, bonehead of the week will be back. I, I kind of like this segment. We can roll it out. We can. We can roll it out. Let us know how you uh, how you guys like it in the five star comment. Shout out Ryan Nealon for the comment this week. Really no way. appreciate that. No way. Friend of the show. Really friend appreciate it. Yeah, friend of the show. Lastly, we got uh, our every Thursday or every Friday. No conclusive evidence. Just a gut take. No background research. What'd you come up with this week, Owen? So I'm going to go back to the sports world, back to the NBA because that's kind of been the focus of the episode. And I'm going to, for the, for the, those keeping score at home, I'm going to make a little bit of a hypocritical take here, but just know there's going to be a lot more of these uh, as the podcast goes on. So it's going to be a recurring thing just so you're prepared. Um, I know I said that I was a believer in the Clippers and I still am, but I think they will get upset by the Mavericks in the first round. I think the way the Mavericks have been playing, they're hot um, I think Doncic is playing at the height of he's at the height of his powers right now. I love Tim Hardaway Jr. has been playing nice. He had like 30 something points tonight, I think. And I mean, I just saw a picture on Twitter of George W. Bush and um Dirk. Luca just looking uncomfortable. But I was looking at the photo, I was like, who do you think asked for the photo? Do you think George W asked for the photo? Or do you think Luca's like there's no way Luca knows who George W is, right? No way. I feel like you can't. No. So, I mean, president, so if he, I'm assuming he asked Luca for the photo, in which case presidential stamp of approval, he, you know, looked so happy standing by Luca. Luca looked uncomfortable, but I think that's a good sign of things to come. So that was my, that's my inconclusive evidence. Mavericks are upsetting the Clippers in the first round. Heard it here first. Breaking news on flight on the play. Let's go. Good take. I like that Thank one. You. Thank take you. it to the whole that. hard. Thank Alex. Thank you very much. All right. So got? I've actually got two um, that I've got to get off my chest here. So the first is, boys, Anthony Edwards. I th- I think he's going to be an all-star next year. Like, this kid, he's unbelievable. 19 years old. I'm just going to check the last five games. I don't care what he's done in, in the past. Last five games. He went off for 42 against the Memphis Grizzlies on 17 of 22 shooting. That's that's incredible. He had 29 points um, the game before, 25 and 19. I mean, I think I think he's he's been so good. He's also a multi-athlete, as we all know. Clean yeah. up for baseball. He's played every sport. I genuinely think you could put him in any sport, and he'd 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 make do. He'd be great. He'd be an so, all-star next year in any sport. Any sport, I think so. So, if if there's any any props out there for Anthony Edwards to make the All-Star game, I think you should take a long hard gander at that. He's also. Just so you guys know, a little insider info. He's going to Spain this offseason with Hernan Gomez and Rubio so he can learn Spanish so that he can know what they're saying on the court all the time. If that doesn't show you dedication, I don't know what does. This yeah. kid's 19 and he's already acting like he's a 10-year vet. That's respect right there. I'm that's sure, respect. I'm sure that's the only reason he would go to Spain. I am only, yeah. sure. 
Yeah. Oh, and he's, I, I mean, he's always focused on basketball, like never on other sports or on like a, a rapping career or anything like that. He's just always focused no, on basketball. Oh, yeah. No, so, no worries yeah. about that at all. Yeah. It's not like Ibiza yeah. is in Spain or anything. Yeah. Or like no, no. the party central of the world. I mean, no, yeah. that dude, what? No. He's yeah. never heard of that place, I think. Yeah. He's going to yeah. be in some village tucked on the border and just, yeah. you know, hide exactly. out, learn the language, just learn the ins and outs of Spain. Yeah, yeah, make some friends. Yeah. And just for my second, the NBA just needs to cut their jersey numbers down. This is getting out of hand, boys. Amen. Way Amen. too Amen. many jerseys. Way too many jerseys. Teams are just getting inspiration from the most random things. Like, like the Celtics got their inspiration from the banners, man. Like Owen said, they look like practice jerseys. I mean, imagine just walking in one day and you're like, hey, let's make a jersey out of this banner. I mean, it's 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 atrocious. Portland just there they had their Oregon jersey. I mean, whatever. Um, I, they, they, I know they, they turned Portland into the Spurs. They're wearing gray and black on like every yeah. second game. Oh, that too. Way too many jerseys. I know they get revenue from it, but damn, it looks bad. It's it's what's the point of even buying a jersey anymore when they're gonna change it anyways in the next year? Don't turn into soccer, not just yet. We know Phil got into soccer. Football. 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 Football for the lads. Football for the lads, you get me. Um, so, so don't turn into soccer yet. NBA, we love you. Keep it to maybe two or three. Well, not two, but keep it to three jerseys. Where three, 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 a team. three sounds good. So yeah. just listen Actually, to us. We know what, what we're is, talking about. Yeah. yeah. What's the deal with the cream city jerseys? I've always wondered that. Like, where did that come from? I, this, I, I don't want to know. I well, don't isn't want, it. Cause they're I like a big, like dairy, um, state shout out louder milk. Louder milk, my boy, my new man, repping the Steelers, Steel City. Let's go, yeah, Wisconsin guy. The worst. So you're saying your your state produces a lot of milk. So you're making a jersey based on milk. Is that what you're telling me? Well, they, dairy yeah. and that stuff. I think so. I mean, I don't know what else because aren't they like the cheeseheads? Yeah, yeah. But, it's probably yeah, no. Dairy. What you're saying makes sense. Like it checks out. That's just like it's just so unnecessary. Oh, yeah, I agree. I, like make a cream shell jersey, but why? Like creams, like did, does anybody call Milwaukee the cream city? Uh, now does anybody they do. do that? Now they do. <laughs> now they do. No. Anyways, I mean, imagine if Alberta had like an NBA team, and the NBA was like, "Well, you know, I think," or like say Edmonton or Calgary had a team, and they're just like, "I think we should just call you guys Beef City." I mean, to be fair, Beef Oilers, city. the Oilers. That's okay. Kind, that's kind of kind of what happened. I that's enough. Like, You're terrible cut mascot, off. though. Absolute terrible mascot. Best mascot in the league, Hunter the Hound. My no conclusive evidence this week. I actually have two. I'm like Alex. Uh, I doubled up this week. My number one, I was on my Instagram today, and uh, Kevin Durant was listening to Frank Ocean at 5 p.m. on a Thursday. And to that, I would say, Harden just said he's feeling good today. He's coming back before the regular season. Put on some Frank Ocean. He's unhappy. He's feeling down. He's not going to get enough touches. He's leaving, and he's coming to the Spurs. Let's go. I'm just connecting the dots. I just like to connect the dots. Number two, um, my weekend's going to be crazy. This is this is my second take. Uh, I saw two things today. Number one, uh, the New York Times said a 10-story, 23-ton piece of a Chinese rocket is crashing onto Earth somewhere (laughs) this weekend. They don't know where. Imagine if that comes anywhere near me. And I got a feeling it might. So it could be a crazy weekend. And there's a second reason why my weekend is going to be crazy. Twitter just announced a tip jar. Did you guys see this? So you can now tip people on Twitter. And I I got some bangers out there. If people want to go back and dig them up, I I think I could pull in a couple bucks this weekend or I could get hit by a Chinese rocket. So I think it's going to be a crazy weekend. That's an electric weekend, really, if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're playing this little guessing game with the rocket. Kind of fun. Yeah. Kind of could be fun. Kind of couldn't be fun. Yeah. You never know. A little flirt with the rocket. Yeah. And if that, you know, doesn't happen, you can you can always make a quick buck on uh, Twitter. Twitter's looking out after their uh, followers for making sick tweets. So you got to love it. Yeah. And we are accepting money on at the flag on the play. Oh, yeah. we've got a Twitter. Don't you worry. Yeah. We've it's, got some it's bangers on there. on there. Oh, yeah. Queen Elizabeth's still a free agent if you didn't know. Yeah. It's still out there. Still out there. Yeah. I'm just saying Bill Gates is a free agent too. Let's make it happen. Maybe they could link up. Wow. 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 Come on. Power, Power couple. couple. Power Quick couple. Date. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
I'm trying. I'm to not think. saying it. I'm not saying they'd make it like a good couple, but wow, that'd be a power couple. That'd be sure. crazy if it happened. It, it, you know what we should do? We should Photoshop them into Laker jerseys. Yes, please. Yeah, or yeah. Dallas Cowboy jerseys. Wow. Yeah, or Cream City jerseys too. Yes. Oh yeah. No. So many wow. ideas. Now we're cooking with gas. <laughs> wow. Photoshop into the banner though. jerseys. Yeah. Yeah, oh, banner jerseys, absolutely. Yeah, that rocket's a little scary, though. So, look, look, fans, we're looking out for you guys as well. Don't think that we're not. We're trying to spread the info. Just know, be safe this week. So, we're just bringing you the news just to make sure you guys are safe. So Yeah, if there's a weekend to hunker down, it, it's probably this weekend. I, I just don't want anybody to get hit by this 23-ton rocket. Stay home. Watch some NBA. Yep. Listen watch a little podcast. NHL. If hockey's your thing. Yeah, watching baseball. Watch, watch some baseball. Rewatch the NFL draft. You can never be too prepared and never have too much knowledge. Exactly. So yeah, listen to the show. Review the show. Yes. You're gonna have so much time this weekend now with this yeah. rocket news. So review the show. Follow us on Instagram. Send us a tip on Twitter at DHgate. Tell them to holler at us. Anything I'm missing? I think you covered it. No, yeah. Nope. yeah. That's I think we got it all. And we'll be back for you guys on Monday morning, driving to work. Just tune into the flag on the play. You know the logo. Exactly. And we'll be all ready to go Monday morning. We'll see you guys then.